Welcome back, my inquisitive friends. Gosh, it feels a bit weird to be sitting at the desk again, but uh, it does feel good. Feels good because we've got a lot of news to get into, so let's jump straight in. Uh, we have here a scene that's becoming awfully familiar, wouldn't you agree? It's this these surrender videos. Let's just quickly translate this one. All that's left of the three mouths, 14th Brigade, 6th Battalion, 456 companies. So the question is the scale of losses of the armed forces of Ukraine. Yeah. So uh, particularly in reference to this one, there's the first comment is, I can find nothing about this video online. Have to wonder if it is staged. Well, that, that, that's a fair point. It, it could well be staged. The point I'm making here is faked or not in a very or a seemingly short space and period of time we are seeing more and more of these videos of surrender from the Ukrainian forces and you could posit that they're happening now because of the psychological impact of the fall of Azovstal and I'd I'd agree with that but there's actually a little bit behind the scenes that I think you might find interesting that would also explain or perhaps even explain better as to why we're seeing these videos in this specific format following seemingly following rules um you know that they're all coming out very very soon so certainly around the Donbass area what you're seeing here is a leaflet it's genius isn't it so simple very Russian by the way gets the job done well ukraine's winning the online war is it not and to control the online war you just have to be the person who owns the servers and of course that's big tech that's in the u.s who are sympathetic to ukraine so any information that you don't want getting to certain people you can you can control but you can't control leaflets specifically leaflets fired from red artillery shells <laughs> it was a tactic in the second world war and hey it was effective let me read you the translation of what's written here, because I think you'll find it quite fascinating and eye-opening. Uh, number one at the top there. Abandoning positions and leaving combat zones must be done by entire formations. The more, the better. A lone soldier can be charged with treason, but not a unit. Two, isolate nationalists, naughties, and snitches of the SBU. Record a video message to leadership of Ukraine. On this video must be all active duty personnel of the unit who decided to abandon positions. This will prevent accusation, brackets, prosecution of individual soldiers and prove the fact of abandoning positions and leaving the combat zone by the unit. In the video, say you were abandoned by your commanders. Your unit has no more ammunition and fuel. Many injured can no longer receive orders and help from command. Morale and psychological conditions do not allow you to continue fighting. In these conditions, you are forced to abandon positions and leave the combat zone to save yourself or squad as a combat unit. Absolutely fascinating. It's almost describing these videos to the letter, is it not? The highest ranking soldier must speak on camera. This will count as a decision by the highest ranking soldier present. Any court, including internationally, will find this legal. Come out as a whole unit. With you, take only personal issued firearms. Leave heavy weaponry behind. Coming out with personal firearms, you continue to count as a combat unit. 
For the route you take, make sure to avoid any naughty nationalist positions. Their task is to not let you surrender and prevent your retreat by carrying out executions. Absolutely fascinating. And uh, as we see in the middle there, the guy with the paper, presumably the highest ranking soldier present. And again here, the guy in the center, presumably the highest ranking soldier present. Very odd, isn't it? Right, moving on. Uh, I don't often go to Reddit, and when I do, I often regret it. Uh, Another cesspit of human existence. But here we are in the beautiful R slash Ukraine. Exposing Russia's stage thank you videos. They made my son and daughter thank Kadyrov on camera. (gasps) Outrageous. Now, this caught my attention. It was filmed in Katyuzanka. So just up north, the video then claims that, uh, oh, the village has since been liberated. And then in the same video, as you'll see, I'll show it to you, they then say, well, Russia fled the village. Okay, liberated, Russia retreated. Okay. Anyway, so it's north of Kiev. So all these deeds, these foul, foul deeds uh, were reportedly done uh, quite early on. And do forgive me, but I thought Kadyrov's men were in the south of Ukraine. Uh, and maybe that's just me being over-analytical and critical of whatever comes out of Kiev, because, again, it's not usually accurate. But let's take a look at this video anyway, and I'll, I'll pause it at different points. Oh, what really happened? Вас не будет обижать, трогать, убивать это вообще не входит туда. Мы вас пришли защищать. От кого? Oh, yeah, good question. From who? So you're Ukrainian, presumably Ukrainian speaking. Uh, you've no sympathies to Russia. You probably get along quite well with the SBU and all their goons. So yeah, when Kadyrov's men recite the rehearsed line of, you know, don't panic, we're not here to hurt you, we're here to protect you. You know, gosh, Babushka might be quite indignant. She must have been quite happy. Uh, maybe even a Banderite. Who knows? I Disgusting. Absolutely outrageous. So they they have gifts for you. You can't say no. You've got to accept them. And you've got to say thank you. Outrageous. Warm scarf. Oh, horrible. No one could say no. They made my son and daughter thank Gadirov several times on camera. This, I, I hope they're reporting this and gathering evidence for war crimes here. 
відмовитися. Вони моєму малому і дочці, щоб вони сказали спасіба Кадирову, як вони знімали, то по три рази робили пересйомку, бо діти не могли вимовити спасіба Кадирову і так далі, то все перезапускали, дітей вчили, щоб діти взяли на камеру, вже ж так, як має бути. Як я сказав, чеченці лютили вілиджі і лев, тобто вони шоу пайл брикс. Мене били і восьмого, мене били і третього. А за що вас били і восьмого, і третього? Ну, я не можу сказати, за що. Ну, пішли, він навіть слова не сказав, вже ж відразу мене вдарив. До мене автоматом вже ж помню тоді, що він... Ти будеш говорити по-русски? А я кажу, я не буду, бо я не вмію говорити по-русски. А якщо я тобі в ногу кажу, стрельну? Окей, quick point there. So, he didn't speak Russian by the sounds of it. Um, Ukrainian and Russian sound very similar to my ear, so I can't really discern the difference. So yeah, this is someone who wouldn't be, um, you'd have thought, uh, under the attention of the SBU or, you know, in the same way as those in the South in Donbass. If what he's saying true, and he didn't, he just said they, and they didn't correct him, we're assuming he meant the Russians and the Chechens. He didn't actually say who exactly. But if, if this was perpetrated by Kadyrov's men, which I, I doubt, they, I get the feeling with all this social media that they're trying, that they are under close scrutiny and on a fairly tight leash. So certainly against the enemy, I'm sure they're pretty ferocious, but I think they're treading very carefully with civilians. That's just my impression. I feel that it could be too damaging, especially for them when they're trying so hard on Instagram to keep the look. So, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that guy's account. But if it is true, then absolutely needs investigating. And I very much hope it would be. And that whoever treated the civilians that way is brought to justice. Absolutely. Let's move on here. The Russians were saying, we were told you were going to take part in some... Ah, yeah, this is about the conscripts. So very early in the operation. Fled the village. Once more, the Ukrainians exercising their social media prowess. Fantastic. Thank you for the little sound bites as well there. You know, the little clips telling me what to think. Yeah, that's a, a proven technique. Uh, I, I love that clip because that was the worst that they could come up with. My children had to say thank you several times on camera. They trained them to say thank you. That's good, isn't it? <laughs> uh, well, good old Reddit. Uh, right, moving on to some more serious stuff. Uh, I was intrigued by this article, Russian sunflowers be able to cover the Black Sea. I thought that name was um, maybe particular. Obviously, it's denoting... Well, I don't say they look like sunflowers, but they're pretty tall. They just need to put some yellow surrounds on them, I think. That would be fantastic. Uh, but the point here is over-the-horizon radar station, Podsulnuk can cover the Black Sea. Mm-hmm... That's going to be important later, so pay attention. Moving over to Russia, media government plans to raise pensions and minimum wage by 10%. Evil, authoritarian, disgusting, dictatorship. Ugh. Can't have this going on. The Russian government has agreed on the indexation of the minimum wage, the, subsist the subsistence minimum, 
and insurance pensions by 10%. I've never heard of this in England in my whole life, raising by 10%. It may well have happened. I just, it's been so long ago that I've forgotten what it feels like to read that. Uh, and it says the subsistence minimum. So the minimum, and is that like the real? Uh, yeah, you've got minimum and then another minimum below it. Yeah, so being raised by 10%. Wow. In mid-April, presidential aide Maxim Oroshkin announced an unscheduled indexation of the minimum wage and all social benefits. According to him, the data published by the Ministry of Finance for the first quarter showed a record budget surplus. As Oreshkin pointed out, this indicates a sufficient margin of financial strength for the country, so social spending will not be reduced against the backdrop of sanctions pressure, but, on the contrary, will increase. Jesus. Do you know, if this was David Cameron or even Boris Johnson, they'd be like, Oh, well, you know, we're under sanctions, so we must tighten our belts a bit more and increase austerity. More money from me. Wow, can you imagine Rishi Sunak announcing this in England? Obviously not the right time for England, but... <laughs> wow. Yeah, Russia's on its knees, guys. You, you're winning. You're winning. Tell the West. <laughs> I think even they're realising, actually, that... Oh, shit. <laughs> um, an interesting tidbit on Lender.ru. China urged to create a green corridor for grain exports from Russia and Ukraine. Gosh, we're getting corridors for everything right now. Uh, but uh, an interesting proposition here from the Chinese Foreign Ministry, and I, I, I kind of respect what the Chinese are doing. Um, obviously, they're pissed off with the US right now, but kind of practical stuff. All right, guys, you got a problem. Here's a potential solution, uh, and we'll help you with it. You know, not not just telling you should be doing this, but actually offering to help. Quite how China can help, uh, I'm not really entirely sure. I'm not privy to all that information, but yeah. Um, well, there's an idea. Hopefully. Actually, what we'll have is a piece as uh, Henry uh, Kissinger is is urging at the Davos World Economic Forum, uh, rather than just the corridor. But yeah, uh, nice, nice to see. Uh, moving over to this story that's broken yesterday, and moving on in today, we've got this bit from Tass, and I want to get into a very specific point. I overheard Alexander Mercuris on his channel discuss this at the very end of one of his latest videos, and he mentioned about the US banning Russia uh, paying its external debt, or rather the expiration of this license. But there was one point that everyone so far, or there's this one article that has this point that's incorrect that no one else agrees with or is picking up on let's just scroll down because this is all the usual stuff uh, again links to all these articles that you're seeing are in the description but if we scroll down here there was another top another point that i thought was interesting western rating agencies were preparing to recognize russia's technical default due to the fact that it paid in rubles on euro bonds the terms of which did not provide for payments in russian currency However, at the end of April, the Russian Ministry of Finance prevented this by fulfilling its obligations in dollars and withdrawing ruble payments. That I didn't know. So uh, forgive me if I wasn't paying attention, but I all, all I heard was assurances from the Ministry of Finance that all obligations had been met. I didn't recall reading or seeing or hearing that actually they'd switched into dollars. And this is TASS, so this is state media, so near as damn it uh, coming from the horse's mouth. Uh, according to Bloomberg, Russia must pay about $1 billion in coupon payments by the end of 2022, 
it has enough funds for this, much to the chagrin of the EU and the West. So going on to that that story, this is Gazeta, forgive it whilst it translates again. Um, this is the publication and the article where I found this very intriguing paragraph. So the US Treasury has cancelled the license that allows Russia to make payments to service its foreign debts, according to a statement on uh, the website of the US Department. Okay, it's this bit here that is absolutely fascinating. The US Office of Foreign Assets Control issued a separate license on March the 2nd, following the freezing of part of Russia's foreign exchange reserves. Okay, well, we are aware of the freezing of these exchange reserves. That allowed Moscow to pay its foreign exchange loans from the frozen reserves, although this required separate authorizations from US banks. Since then, the Russian Ministry of Finance has made coupon payments on a number of dollar-denominated sovereign euro bond issues. This license, which the US Treasury does not plan to renew, will expire on May 25th. That's the day. That makes sense. Ah. So it's not as simplistic as I previously thought. The US Treasury has cancelled the license that allows Russia to make payments on to service its foreign debt. That's seemingly oversimplistic. It's a license that allows Russia to make payments to service its foreign debt from the frozen reserves, if I am understanding this correctly. Which blows my mind. So wait, wait, what? See, you froze their assets, but then you issued a license <laughs> that allowed them to use those assets, thereby, in effect, despite the extra separate authorizations, means that they're not frozen assets, are they? They're not frozen reserves because they're still usable by the by the uh, owner. Now, was this why, uh, was it Yellen was saying, yeah, Janet Yellen was saying, actually, it's, it's illegal to take the 300 billion now. Was she referring whilst this license was in force because technically they still had ownership and use of so therefore it would literally be illegal however with the expiry of this license and its non-renewal maybe it becomes legal for them to seize it and get their grubby mitts on it and give ukraine 15 percent as they've done with 40 billion i don't know i don't know it's just that that line either this is mistranslated i've misunderstood or it's out of place and is is incorrect okay well, leave that as it is. Moving over, same publication, and oh my god, Chrome. I don't know why it keeps doing this. Uh, but analyst Potovin urged to buy dollars due to a possible weakening of the ruble. This I agree with. The process of strengthening the ruble may soon reach a peak, so you can start buying the currency. In the short term, the ruble exchange rate may continue to continue the upward trend, but once again, I'll mention that the current situation is unique, which means that over time the process will normalize. Therefore, those who wish to purchase currency at a favorable rate can do so now. I, I actually have to agree with him here. And uh, if I had the spare cash, I probably would. I suspect that with uh, the capital controls, I believe yesterday it was announced that interest rates would be dropping in Russia from 17 to 14%. I'd have to double check those figures. Uh, but I, I think that's in the works anyway. The, the central bank is indeed... Uh, moving to 
not weaken the ruble, but, you know, get a balance. So, yeah, I, I foresee that he would be correct there. Probably back to kind of normal levels, whereby it was like around 100 GBP and probably around 120 USD to the ruble. Yeah, I think they're trying to trying to get it back to that level because it must be having some consequences, especially for exporters. Uh, oh my God, this is going to rebug me. I don't know why it's doing it. But anyway, uh, Volodin said that Russia will pay on the external debt of the United States in the rubles. But we just read about how Russia sort of tried that with the euro bonds. Okay, but this is the State Duma speaker. Vyacheslav Volodin, who we've cited before. Uh, moreover, we have experience of mutual settlements in the rubles. Gas contracts have shown this, and the United States and the satellites that support their decisions let them get used to the ruble, Volodin emphasized. According to him, the US Treasury, by its decision to suspend the license to service the external debt of the Russian Federation, is trying to create problems for Russia. It's hard to disagree with that. Our country has a solution to this challenge, Volodin added. As Volodin noted, the ruble has recently strengthened significantly and the Russian Federation has developed a good market situation. Mm -hmm. Righto, and really apologies for Chrome just reloading. I need to get rid of Chrome. Uh, the Economist suggested that the United States will change the decision on the license to pay the public debt of the Russian Federation. The Economist Believ, um, oh my God, believes the United States will have to allow Russia to pay its public debt. Economist Mikhail Believ said the United States would reverse its decision to refuse to renew Russia's license to pay off its own national debt. Uh, he said uh, the American side gets the money to make such decisions just like they cancelled them within the day. The precedent will be exhausted in exactly the same way, the RN expert. Uh, not the best translation, but I think we catch his drift. Maybe. I suspect they won't if they think they can get their grubby mitts on that 300 billion. I just, that's that's my feeling, but I, I'm probably way off the mark. It's more likely that I'm wrong than right on that issue. Uh, once more, again, maybe it's just this website that's a bit crap, but uh, I love this article. Kiev questioned the readiness of the West to lift the naval blockades in the Black Sea. This is Kaluba, the foreign minister. If NATO has not closed the sky over Ukraine, then why are they now opening the Black Sea so that agricultural products can be exported from Ukraine without hindrance? I, I won't keep doing that. I will wholeheartedly welcome such a decision, but I do not think that Western and other countries will have enough strength and courage to find a forceful solution to this issue, Kaluber explained. Wow! Jesus, dude. Chill. What an attitude. What an attitude coming out of Kiev. And it's been consistent. Even Zelensky has been, how would you put it? Petulant little shits. Wow. Earlier, the, the media reported that Western countries could send warships to the Black Sea to unblock grain supplies in Ukraine. What? What? What media? Let's click this link and find out. Oh, it is Gazetta again. Uh, let's wait for it to translate quickly. Western countries may send warships to unblock grain supplies from Ukraine. From the Times, Truss called for sending warships to escort ships from Odessa. British Foreign Secretary Liz Truss. Oh! 
you got Maria Zakharova and Liz Truss. Why is anyone letting Liz Truss, that stupid bint, open her mouth? Truss supported the idea of creating a coalition of countries that will unblock the supply of Ukrainian grain, writes the Times. Well, supporting the idea is one thing. I guess uh, actually promising to do it is another thing. This, She's getting a little bit close to Biden, you know, in the gaffes and so on. She's talked about, you know, encouraging British citizens to be mercenaries or at least go fight in Ukraine when it's actually illegal under British law. She is going to forever be an embarrassment to me. Well, they all are. Anyway, right. Uh, on a lighter note, I think because I haven't mentioned this in a while, this is why this design is still live. The special monetization operation. I suspect the blue and yellows haven't, they've forgotten about this and they haven't reported it. So if you're interested in this design, get it now quick. They do get through depending on your country. Uh, United States seems fine. Estonia, surprisingly, fine. Uh, Denmark is a bit iffy. Uh, I think particularly with Z. So check your laws in your local country if Z is banned. <laughs> I can't believe I'm having to say this. <laughs> and maybe V as well. But O, O got through okay to those countries. Uh, Slava Kokaini did get through. There's only two t-shirts in existence and they went to the States, I think. So whoever owns those and you own the Slava Kokaini, uh, wow. Yeah, they might be worth a few bob. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I just thought I'd plug plug this whilst it's still live. I am working on an alternative and a solution because, uh, uh, yeah, they, they keep nuking them, presumably because people are, are reporting them because I, I see no other reason why uh, this this survives and other other designs have survived much longer than others and then others have been rejected. This has been about five days. It's been fine. So yeah, if you're intrigued in uh, this design, by all means, check it out. That about wraps it up. I hope you enjoyed the video. I hope you also enjoyed the 360 fishing video. Uh, there's a story to go with that in our walk and talk, which I might do this evening if I can. Uh, it's, don't worry, it's not a story of it was this big, but it got away, I promise. There's more, more to it. And it kind of lends into Russian mentality and attitude. I, I think you'll enjoy it, but different video and we'll save that for later. Otherwise, I will see you in the next one. Bye-bye.